from the ESPN 690 and Atari Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. Tuesday is at Top Golf here on Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. All set up, ready to go. Beautiful day in Jacksonville, Florida, Georgia. Week. This place will be hopping later in the week. I was down at RV City today uh, talking to Greg McGarity, uh, former AD of the Georgia Bulldogs. Also spent a lot of time in administration at Florida. So, very unique path to have it from both angles. Uh, he's more of a dog, though, and uh, he hired Kirby Smart, and so to see Kirby Smart now in this position where they've got the number one team in the country coming here to Jacksonville, uh, that's got to feel pretty good. He also negotiated a lot of those contracts over the years, keeping it here. What else would it take to keep here? Uh, we will talk with uh, Greg McGarity, and you can hear that interview both on the TV side and on ESPN 690 uh, throughout the rest of the week. Brent Orton, Austin Lane, Casey Kurtz, on a Tuesday, Jags getting ready to roll into Seattle this weekend. And, well, you watch Seattle play. It was rainy. The weather wasn't unbelievable. That kind of happens in Seattle. It wasn't San Francisco and the Colts, though. It wasn't yeah. that kind of, hey, this was an ugly-looking game because of that. I thought it was an ugly-looking game because of the quarterback play, really. I didn't think Jameis Winston was that good, and Geno Smith certainly wasn't that good. Uh, you watch that game, and, and again, week-to-week -week league, I get it. You can't sit here and say, well, now the Jags should beat them. They only scored 10 points. They lost. Mm -hmm. They missed two field goals. But it, it does showcase that Seattle without Russell Wilson is pretty average. Yeah. You know, they're certainly not dynamic. They're 2-5. and five. They're not the Seattle that we've seen. And, and again, Russell Wilson... You might want to look at Seattle right now and look at the way Russell Wilson has played these last few years and name him the MVP just because look how much different they are without him. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and so this is a Jags team, Austin, going to Seattle where you're like, listen, the West has not been won by the Jags over the years. Uh, the Jags are not that great themselves, so you can't say they should beat anybody, mm -hmm. but they certainly should give themselves a chance against this Seattle team. Uh, without Russell Wilson to win a football game. Absolutely. I mean, you saw it last night that Seattle's goal was to try to run the ball, whether it's with Alex Collins or, you know, kind of a running back by committee. Um, they want to try to protect Geno Smith a little bit. You know, when you have players like DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, you still have to take those guys seriously. But obviously you downgrade those guys if you have a quarterback like Geno Smith out there, and that's what's happening right now. So I like the fact that the Jaguars have been fantastic of stopping the run all year. It's going to start there. It's going to start in the trenches. But then can you, can you take a game over? Can you, um, if you've that offense and Trevor Lawrence, can you put up points right away? Can you uh, make Seattle play from behind and rely on Geno Smith and everything? Um, I think if you can do that, you have a great shot of winning. Yeah, and, and listen, this is a Seattle defense that is not good and has not been good. Now, they did a good job yesterday. Both defenses did a nice job. I just don't know how much of that was on the offense, how much of that was on the defense. Alvin Kamara was able to have himself a big day. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know, where do you sit on this Seattle defense? Uh, they have... It's just okay, man. I mean, look at the numbers. The numbers don't lie. They might have had a decent game, so maybe that's trending in a different direction. Uh, but I just don't – I think this is a, a game where the Jags – my first thought on this game is the Jags' offense might be able to dictate the game. Mm. Like, they might be able to get up and down the field. If they can score, it's almost like, okay, can Seattle keep up? And I understand the Jags' defense isn't that good either. But I, I think this is one of the few games this year where you're like, we might be able to outscore them, dictate play, and say, hey, let's see if Geno Smith can catch up to us. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, as far as Seattle's defense is concerned, no, they don't really scare me on paper. 
Um, you know, I mean, they still have great players, though. They have Bobby Wagner, who's one of the best linebackers yeah. in the league. Um, you know, they still have Jamal Adams, who's one of the best safeties. If not, you know, I mean, he, he's going to tell you he's the best safety in the league. But they have one of the best safeties in the league as well, and Jamal Adams. So, like, do they still have... Uh, great players in that defense. I think their defensive line is struggling a little bit. They don't really have a lot of playmakers. I think Carlos Dunlap um, is probably the best edge rusher. I think that guy got drafted with me out of Florida, if I'm not mistaken, I think back right. in 2010. So he's been around for a while. So, yeah, I mean, nothing crazy on paper. Um, but on the other side of the ball, like I mentioned, they do have some receivers. They have uh, an adequate tight end. And let's be honest, tight ends right now have been the Achilles heel uh, of the Jacksonville Jaguars. And, yeah, Geno Smith is nothing to shake a stick at, but you hate to see that Geno Smith-type game where he has a coming-out party as well because, you know, you are still traveling to the West Coast. And if we want to compare this Jaguars teams to, to, to the past Jaguars teams, you know, the past would go to the West Coast and probably struggle. Yeah, lay an egg. It would not be a good product on the field. Um, if you truly have turned over a new leaf, if you are a new team, new regime, all this stuff, new players, well, then you go to Seattle uh, and you establish dominance. Yeah, it, it's really interesting uh, if you look at how this matchup is going to take place with the receivers for Seattle because they're dynamic there, and the Jags are not dynamic at their corner position. That's been a struggle spot. Uh, I also look, though, at a pass rush where it feels like Josh Allen's been playing better and better and better and almost there. Well, five sacks yesterday for the Saints. I mean, Geno Smith can be had in that department. It's not a dominant offensive line. Uh, and it's almost like he's been a veteran, but he hasn't played a lot. So can you still kind of confuse with multiple looks a guy like Geno Smith who just has, doesn't, hasn't had a lot of reps yeah. you know, over the last handful of years? But the most important thing is who's guarding D.K. Metcalf? Mm -hmm. Who's defending Tyler Lockett? Yeah. Uh, and, well, they'd sign up for the Tyler Lockett performance of last night. Well, you know, and, and I'm glad we're going there right now. It had to be addressed eventually. Let's be honest. Uh, our, our producer, Casey, needed 10, points. He needed 10 points last night. And, Brett, I, I'm not going to lie, man. I thought that I, I woke up in the past last night. I felt like I was watching the 85 Bears last night in terms of what the New Orleans Saints were bringing to the table. Now, had a little slip-up. Had a little slip-up with, you know, D.K. Metcalf and that 70-yard touchdown. But it's all good. You know, you bend, you don't break. I mean, I got a little nervous with Tyler Lock because I thought he was Jeff Swaim or whatever that guy's name is for a second. Or Freddie, Freddie Swaim, thank you very much. <laughs> I thought that was Tyler Lockett for a second, so same, I got a little same. worried about it because, uh, you know, they, they're kind of built the same. They kind of look the same but overall what a performance last night for the for the new orleans saints i think it's time we start having the conversation of where does that defensive performance rank in some of the greatest performances of all time i mean the wisconsin badgers great defense comes to mind broke that down yesterday a little bit saxonville back in 2017 i'm not sure what you call the saints defense brent but man were they firing all cylinders last night casey all right back there today i mean it's a tough morning tough afternoon yeah tough coming to the show just tough to be alive at this point. Um, if, you, <laughs> if you are on the relevant app in the ESPN 690 vibe, you will see a list I compiled of people that should be playing quarterback for the Seattle Seahawks. Some of these people are fictional. Most are retired. Some are children. Um, and I should have added Arch Manning. I would take him as well. Dan Orlowski is on the list. But the point of the story is I'm hurt, I'm broken, and I'm disappointed. Austin Lane... Congratulations. Thank I assume you. we play again at some point just because there's only 10 teams and there's more than 10 weeks in the NFL season. So I'm yeah, looking I'm sure. for the rematch, hopefully. But um, Tyler well, Lockett, 
My they, goodness. Might not because I think you guys are in different divisions, so I think only the divisions play each other twice. Well, then possibly in the playoffs, though, Brent. Maybe. I'll see a, you there. If you make it, guys. Uh, I'll hey, be there. Casey, the bad news for you is now you have to play me, who's, I mean, hey, just been pretty darn good. good in the fantasy world, quite frankly, off to a 5-2 and two first place start. Uh, so that is nice. Uh, here's what uh, mm. Casey said. List of QBs that should start over Geno Smith. You can find this on the relevant app. And by the way, and you can also find my victory post that I had today yes, this morning can. as well. There's, so. there's, uh, there are posts. Yeah. And there are posts. Uh, <laughs> Geno Smith has no business being in the NFL, CFL, AAF, XFL, or the European League of Football. Mm. With that being said, congratulations uh, was uttered. Mm. List of QBs that should start over Geno Smith. Blake Bortles, Josh Rosen, Cam Newton, Colt Bennett, RG3, Dan Orlovsky, Jake Luton, Josh McCown, <laughs> Colin Kaepernick, any local Pop Warner players in the greater Seattle area. <laughs> so that's just pretty much what I was thinking. Uh, any of those guys would be able to get the ball probably to Tyler Lockett. Um, Geno Smith cannot. And Jake Luton, I'm pretty sure, is on the roster, by the way. Yes, so I don't yes. know. When you've only scored 10 points, maybe give him a chance. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Uh, it, you know, the thing about it is they've had chances. They've kept themselves in the game the last couple of weeks. But then Geno hasn't been able to get it done. He, he threw an interception. He went backwards last night. Yeah. I mean, it but just uh, wasn't good. Casey, be honest, though. In that first quarter, when Geno throws that 84-yard strike to DK Metcalf, how confident were you feeling? I'm not even going to lie to you. Like, I'm not even kidding. I wasn't because oh. I knew that that was as good as it was going to get. Okay. And wow. once I saw that it was DK and not Tyler Lockett, I knew I was in trouble. Okay. Well, so I, I, mean, I never I, felt confident. I never had so much on the line. Like, I didn't have anything on the line. I'd already yeah. won my fantasy matchup. I still had Alvin Kamara going, and then he just poured it on Marcel Robinson. Oh, yeah. You're yeah, welcome. Yeah. Uh, but Ty is sitting there against Lockett with six points at stake. Oh, that's right. And so he wakes up this morning just Feeling glowing. Good. Yeah. You know, yep. and, uh, you know, you might want to beat him up for something, Casey, because he <laughs> might have said a thing or two about Tyler Lockett. So, uh, Ouch. Uh, that's, uh, everybody had Tyler Lockett in their in the works. Th they did. And, and you know what? Good or bad. With, you know, if we're being honest here, Brent, I don't think it was much of Tyler Lockett's fault last night. I think the blame kind of falls more on the quarterback. All right, so here's the deal. I was thinking of this on Sunday. See, I don't get many Sundays where I just watch the NFL. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, there were two of them so far this year because of the Thursday game and now the bye. And I said this. I said, if the NFL, if you just asked me to sit there and watch the NFL, I, I'd i be like, there were games the other day that were just kind of boring. I didn't have seven games on. Mm -hmm. Okay, They were just kind of boring. Last night's game, quite frankly, it was tied, but it was boring. And it just goes to hit, and I understand the rest of you have already experienced this, and this is the world you live in, Like, but we do it different on Sunday just because of the industry we're in, mm. and so it just hits different. But it is a reminder of where would this league be without fantasy football and gambling? Because mm. I was talking to my buddy. I was like, Pat, it's like, this, these games are so boring. Like, if you tune into the last half hour, you're fine. But if I'm really being honest, they were boring on Sunday. Like, I wasn't, like, glued to the TV. It was kind of like college football Saturday. I didn't think there were a lot of entertaining games. The play was kind of poor. Now, you get the 9 OT game. That's fascinating for about 20 minutes. Yeah. But front to back, it wasn't entertaining. You know, I mean, if we're just being honest, it wasn't. And he's like, well, all you got to do is throw 100 bucks on the game, and it changes totally, right? I'm sure it does, and All yeah. you got to do is have six points on the line with Tyler Lockett, yeah. and it changes the whole thing, right, who you throw into. Absolutely. And it really hits home, and I know we all know this. But it's just this constant reminder of how big the NFL has become, how big the shield is because of fantasy football yeah. and gambling. I mean, it is fact, and it's not going anywhere because of that. 
but it is a it was a wild reminder this weekend of that, and even last night. Because, and thank goodness for Manning, Manning, Brady, and Sue Bird, and everybody else who Marshawn jumped Lynch, and Marshawn Lynch, Tom they, Brady. <laughs> they made that interesting. That game was boring. Yeah, it awful. was really not an yeah. entertaining game. Yeah, uh, for a Monday night game. And by the way, we've been a spoiled. We've had some really good games. Mm-hmm. But isn't it? Doesn't it fascinate you? Like the league you played in. Mm-hmm. Is really taken off and, and continues to and needs it now needs you to play fantasy football. It needs you to gamble on it a little. Oh bit. yeah, well, without a doubt. I mean, you know, it's one of the reasons why the quarterbacks are protected. It's one of the reasons why defensive guys get put at disadvantage in terms of all the calls. It's it's because fantasy football. It's because scoring. Um, it's the reason why NFL red zone is as popular as it is because people love to watch their touchdowns and they love to see how those touchdowns correlate with their fantasy football teams. Simple as that. So, yeah, I, I think fantasy football, it adds, you know, just another layer of sports fandom. And, and without it, people probably would have been tuning in so much last night. I think without it, Thursday night games maybe aren't, aren't that appealing to anybody. But, like, every game is important because, well, I think we all know somebody, if it's not yourself, that plays fantasy football. Yeah, and Casey, I don't know if you find that, too. I mean, you grew up oh, yeah. in fantasy football world, right? So, I mean, you don't even know football before fantasy true. football. But, like, when I was a kid, I was throwing the remote at the TV, you know? I mean, I was watching the Dolphins play the Jets and Marino, and, I mean, I loved Marino. And so any game I could catch, and that was before direct TV and all this stuff where you could watch every game at any time. Mm-hmm. And it was certainly before fantasy football, and I didn't know what gambling was, quite frankly. <laughs> I mean, I taught my kid what Probably a parlay was when he was like seven. So there it uh, is. shame on you, Dad. You didn't tell me about that. But <laughs> but anyway, I just loved sports as a kid for what it is. But as you get a little older, you're like, you almost need some of that in some of these games to keep you going. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, as I did get a little older, you throw a little, you throw a buck or two on a game. And you could be watching freaking UMass versus Temple basketball. Yeah. And it adds to it, right? I mean, if you got five bucks on it, it, mm-hmm. it just adds to it. It's different. And I'm not in- encouraging you to gamble, but um, no. especially a lot of money. Uh, but anyway, you grew up, Casey, in this world where mm-hmm. fantasy football especially. I mean, take gambling out of it. Well, hopefully you don't do that at such a young age. But uh, the fantasy football and the, and the daily fantasy and all this stuff that – it just adds to the viewing experience, and, and again, I, it hit me last night, and it hit me over the weekend. Yeah, so last night, for example, first of all, I cannot remember a time of NFL season in which I didn't play fantasy, like even when I was in like middle school with my yeah. friends, there was like six of us, so like that's, I've never not done it that's to the wild. point where I remember, um, oh. but I will say even last night, and it was mostly because I knew it was over, but I was flipping around the channels trying to see when JoJo Siwa was going to be on Dancing with the Stars because, like, she's a really good dancer. So I wanted to see how that was going to play out. Is she a really good dancer? Yeah, she got all tens. It was pretty dope. Um, but the point of the story is I was flipping around because I couldn't take that game, but even when I had something on the line there. And uh, I know you're probably looking at me some type of way. That was the reaction I was going for with the yeah. JoJo Siwa. I am. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, I wish you could see my who, face right now. Who is that? Oh, Brent. Oh, come so on, so She's from the Disney Channel. Um, she used to have her own show. Uh, just, you know, kind of like an influencer now. She's, okay. like, she's like a multimillionaire at like 17. I guarantee if you saw a picture of her, you'd recognize her. She's got a ponytail. Not so sure. Anyway. Okay, don't be so sure of that. Don't bet on that. <laughs> That's true. Anyway, all tens. But the success story of the night is back to uh, fantasy where in NBA DFS, I won 300 bucks. So oh, there you go. I was wow. disappointed with Tyler Lockett, but at the same time, I'm $300 richer, which, which I will lose. I just want to make that clear. I will lose that money. But... 
for now, I'm at least but playing some see, DFS for so, free for a bit. See, that's why you're not even feeling as bad. He's today, not feeling bad. As long as you got some cash in that pocket, it. you're good to go. You know, it, it's funny with fantasy football because, like, back when I played in the league, um, I mean, it was still a big thing. I mean, Maurice Jones-Drew, like, would talk about it in the locker room. Like, it seemed like I nauseous oh, yeah. sometimes. Well, and, and there Maurice was a bunch of... built his brand on fantasy football, really. He did. And, Touchdown um, machine. For sure. And there was a lot of guys that, that would play fantasy football as well. I'll be honest. When I played, it just never appealed to me. Like, yeah. it, it, it sounded miserable because I, I just... I don't know if I, I was... I had too much football on the brain already. I didn't need to take part in fantasy football. But, like, even to the point where... Like, if it was Monday night and I was, you know, it was during the season, I wouldn't really care about watching a game. I'm like, yeah, I'll see what else is on if there's wrestling. But now, like, I don't miss a game. And it's because, well, part, it's my job, first of all, on the radio show. But also it's because of fantasy football where I have to watch, like, every second of, of every game just to make sure my players are scoring and yeah. doing well. I agree with you. I, I would not be doing fantasy football if it wasn't for the radio show. And we yeah. did. I yeah. wouldn't do it. Yeah. I mean, I just stopped really? for a long time. No, I wouldn't do it. I went like eight years without doing fantasy football. Cold because turkey. when I was in Albany, New York, I did fantasy everything. Yeah. Like it was NASCAR, golf, like the guys did everything. MLB, yep. NBA, and I was like, nope. I can't keep up with all this stuff, <laughs> no. all right? So, and, and but the big thing, if you don't draft right, then you're screwed for the year. Yeah. Now I'm such a good drafter that well, I'm okay now, it, it seems like. But So did you have to draft NASCAR like the whole year? I forget like, how it okay. worked. I mean, right. I haven't played that since like 2006. Okay. I don't even know if they – Hey, daily, daily NASCAR, I'm killing – well, it's over now, but daily NASCAR is a thing. Yeah, I bet. Well, daily everything's a thing, you know. I mean, yeah, that, that's the that's the deal. And I'll tell you one other thing. I didn't even flip on the regular broadcast. I mean, Manning, Manning, Brady, Sue Bird, Marshawn Lynch, Drew Brees. I mean, Brady. My wife was like, I don't like this. And I'm like, and I'm like, Steph, what are you doing? What are you talking about? You don't like? It? She's like, Well, she's like, I just don't. They all talk all over each other. I was like, Well, yeah. it's the nature of the Zoom. There's no other way to do it. I think that's a built-in thing, and it's hard. Like Eli tried to talk. Five different times yesterday, and and Peyton any, kept interrupting him. Any business meeting, you're gonna have that. Yeah, and it's, so yeah, and I was, so she wanted to watch like she wasn't tutoring last night, she, and we're all home after I did Jags Report Live. And she wanted to catch up on a Ted Lasso episode. Oh, there it is. And I'm like, hey Steph, we ain't watching Ted Lasso until I finish with Brady and the Mannings here. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I had to stay yep. until halftime. I mean, you got Eli Manning, Peyton Manning, and Tom Brady. Yeah. And, and I tweeted this, and I was serious. This is like a – it's like going to Canton, Ohio in 20 years for a Hall of Fame panel discussion. <laughs> like, yeah. we like those stories. Like, yeah. th these are the greats. And they're sitting there telling you stories. And you know if I was doing that interview mm -hmm. or if – you name it, was doing that interview from ESPN, yeah. Tom Brady would not say the same things. Peyton Manning's going to draw stuff out of Brady yeah. that only Peyton Manning. I'm not even sure Eli could draw out of him. Yeah. They're really good buddies. They're good. And so you learn some things. Like, them talking the game was fascinating to me. Since we're on the topic, though, of Tom Brady being on last night, Casey, I'm not sure if you watched that or not. Um, I'm going to yeah. be honest. My, my, my feelings are a little hurt. Because if you listen to what Tom Brady had to say about defensive players, how we're just dogs chasing cars, and anybody else says that, I'm calling him out on Twitter saying, you don't know what you're talking about. But since the GOAT comes out and says defensive players just aren't as smart as offensive players, I sat there on my couch with my family thinking, yeah, I guess you're right, man. Like, I'm, I'm not going to argue with Tom Brady. Like, if Tom <laughs> Brady says something about football, I'm, who am I to say, well, Tom Brady's wrong? Uh, so I'm, I just sat there like an idiot, bobbed my head, like, yep, yeah, absolutely. Dogs chasing cars, you better believe it. I, there's no I can handle offensive playbook. And, you know, I, I kind of gave in and hurt my feelings last night. But what else am I going to do? I... <laughs> I didn't hear him say that. You didn't hear him say, oh, are you kidding me? Yeah, I missed Oh, that. yeah, Tom Brady was very, very mean towards defensive players, and, and I did not appreciate it.
uh, dogs chasing cars. Yeah, he, he, <laughs> he said if you play on the defensive side of the ball, you're essentially a dog chasing a car. But is he wrong? You know, and I, I just said, Brent, I mean, I would try to defend myself and defend defenders everywhere, but at the same time, it's Tom Brady, and who am I against the GOAT? Who's the smartest defensive player that you played with? Oof. Is it Puzz? Puzz has got to be up there. Um, I'm, not, I'm not saying smart like SAT score. I'm saying yeah, like smart football like smart. football smart. You know? Football smart. Because I understand the point. Like, you can really... Oh, like a, if you're a Aaron Catman's up there. Okay, Aaron Catman's definitely up there. Highly intelligent. Um, Derek Johnson, uh, middle linebacker Kansas City Chiefs, okay. is up there. Um, yeah, I'd say one of those Doesn't guys. Doesn't this make you want to come out of retirement and sack Brady one more time? Yes, I mean, well, one more time. One time would be great. Or I mean, one time, yeah. sorry. Yeah, it's <laughs> fantastic that's for me. What time? Yeah. That's, I mean, because... Uh, listen... Okay. I got Drew Brees, though. Who would have yeah, seen that? Yeah. Uh, and By the way, what was I lying about? His, did you watch Drew Brees or not? Uh, yeah, I did. Tell me I wasn't lying about his hair. Yeah, it looks great, right doesn't it? Yeah. Did, did it's a good you plot. Uh, ever hit? I know you probably didn't sack Eli or Peyton. Did you ever hit them? Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> I like, drilled Eli Manning in the ribs. Did you? Oh, yeah. Helmet lower and everything. Targeting. <laughs> targeting this day. Everything. But hey, there, 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 there ain't no targeting. You know, back then there wasn't any targeting. Okay. Oh, yeah. All yeah. right. Well, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, I think he's wearing one of those Kevlar vest things. But, oh, yeah. See, I still want, I want, those are great memories. Now, what about Manning? Anything close? <sighs> no. You know, <laughs> not really. He was just that good. You guys didn't touch Manning. Not really. I don't remember you touching not, Manning. Not really. He kind of no. got rid of I like how you refer to them as Eli and then Manning. Oh, yeah. I yeah. Mean, <laughs> I gotta, Mr. Manning and Eli. Manning, and then it, even Archie. you got to say Archie or Arch. Mr. Manning and Eli. <laughs> <laughs> and for the younger one, there's so many Mannings, but yeah, there's yeah. one Manning, and that's yep. Peyton, right? Yep. Uh, I think, who, who would have thunk it, by the way, that you could have got out of football, mm -hmm. went into the cage and MMA for a bit. Yep. You could actually come back into football if you want and still have a chance to sack Tom Brady. I know, that's insane. <laughs> Yeah, but you know what? I'm I'm just and you're ten years younger. No, for sure. But <laughs> maybe I'm, more. But I'm 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 just as good as sitting on the couch and watching him just you know drag defensive players to the coals. Yeah, that's fine. No, just go chase by the way. cars. Hey, and, and Marshawn Lynch, let's keep the f bombs to the minimum. <laughs> I know. Hey, I really, my kids watching this. I really wonder how much they do get. I mean, they'll get fined, but it might be. Oh, worth I hope so. You can't say that. I mean, the whole ESPN. thing's fantastic. Yeah, I mean, it's great. really good. It would be better if they could not talk over each other sometimes, but it's just the nature of it right now. Uh, Brent, real quick, uh, Casey sent us a picture of JoJo Siwa. Do you recognize her? Not a chance. Really? Okay, well, no clue who that, that is. Brent, huh? go on your, your... I would have thought that was like your niece. Yeah, well, what? certainly not. My niece can't afford promo pictures like that, but that's not the point. <laughs> By the way, I mean, that girl right there, if I saw that right, she looks like she's 10. Yeah, she's like a famous kid, but she's like older now. Anyway, go Google her car. Why? <laughs> Go, you don't know what it looks like? Go, go, no. go. Type in JoJo Siwa car. Casey, right. you know way too much about this young lady. Yo, she's good on Dancing with the Stars. What do you want me to say? So is Ian e e Shrimper, by the way, got perfect tens. I heard that he was yeah. very good. I saw but let's not talk about him on the, on the sports show. Let's not. Yeah. Uh, let's go talk about Mike Tomlin and Mike Leach. How do we tie those two together? <laughs> we come back Tuesdays from Top Golf, right here on Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. <laughs> on Twitter over the weekend and, and some people that I respect were like, oh, can you imagine Mike Tomlin in a room with a high school student closing a deal if he walked in the room? No, I couldn't because I can't imagine Mike Tomlin wanting to go in and go tell some 17-year-old how great a football player he's going to be. 
Absolutely not. This dude is a great NFL coach. Great. Emphasize great. Look, there is a handful of coaches I would have wanted to play for in my career. He is one of them. That is a fantastic leader of men. I think that's Jeff Saturday. You betcha. Tell me I nailed it. Yes. Nicely done. You know, I've heard, I've said this prior, and I still haven't found this out. I've heard that Jeff Saturday sometimes has a place like in, in Amelia Island or something like that, so he's frequency area, but I'm not so sure how true that is. Um, maybe it is true, or maybe he just vacationed one time. Uh, Mike Tomlin to USC. Well, that ain't going to happen. No. <laughs> No. Uh, no. You were a little surprised I by talked the about other day, it, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, when you talk about Mike Tomlin, he's a very well-respected head coach. And you're coaching, you know, one of uh, the most storied franchises, I feel like, in the NFL. And why you would walk away from that to go pursue college football, um, the USC job was just, I, I couldn't even fathom it. So, and I'm glad they put those rumors to bed right away. Well, this is going to be a classic response. Like, this will be played for years and years down the road. I yeah. mean, this was great today, what he had to say. Brent Martineau, Austin Lane, Casey Kurtz, Tuesdays from Top Golf. We are here again. It's beautiful. Got a nice breeze coming through. I mean, come on out, say hello, hit some golf balls, get some food and some drink. And uh, come on out on Tuesday. Josh Scobie will be here at 5 o'clock, by the way. We don't have to talk kickers today, thankfully. Whoo, no kicker Brent. talk today with Scobie. I mean, we don't want to talk football with Scobie. <laughs> hey, what does he know about football? He's <laughs> he knows well, a lot about kickers. I mean, I'm not sure why Tom Brady wasn't talking smack about punters and kickers last <laughs> yeah, night. That's but. right. Uh, maybe he, he plays golf with those guys. Who that's knows? a good um, point. Show a little more respect. We'll have Scobie coming on in a minute. But the Tomlin stuff is fascinating to me, and I want you to listen to it. But I will say this. My biggest surprise about Mike Tomlin is just how angry he got over the question. Like, to me, it's a flattering thing. But he got like, how dare you ask about this? Listen to the thing in its entirety. Hey, guys, I don't have time for that speculation. I mean, that's a joke to me. I got one of the best jobs in, in all of professional sport. Why would I have any interest in coaching college football? That'll be the last time that I address it. And not only today, but moving forward. Never say never, but never. Okay? Anybody else got any questions about any college jobs? It's not a booster with a big enough blank check. Anybody asking Sean Payton about that? Anybody asking Andy Reid about stuff like that? So that's Mike Tomlin. Great line, by the way. Never say never, but never. And never. you could have a blank check, you know. I, listen, Urban Meyer was asked about this question a month ago. Yeah. I didn't think Urban Meyer did a bad job answering it, but he didn't do that. Uh, you know. Well, but see, to me, it's a difference, though, between Tomlin and Meyer. Oh, well, there's a big difference. Yeah. You know, I, I think Tomlin took that as an insult because they're trying to, and I'm not, I don't think this is the media's, you know, goal here, but it's coming across like Tomlin can't handle the job in Pittsburgh. Yeah, like he's not doing ben, a good enough He job. feels like Ben Roethlisberger's going to move on. Why not jump ship as well? So it's almost like, well, yeah, Tomlin's going to do the easy thing here and leave Pittsburgh when Ben's gone because, well, you know, I mean, why would you want to stick around? Like, so that's why he got so angry. They're, yeah, I feel like they're, they're shortchanging Mike Tomlin, and he took offense to that. Yeah, that's interesting. That's a good call. I mean, I, mean, that's, I was wondering where the anger came from. Mm -hmm. And it's not necessarily directed at maybe the questioning, but how dare you say that I don't want to be here. This is one of the great positions in sports. I don't want to take the easy road out, right? It taps into his competitive side, perhaps. Uh, and, and by the way, I wouldn't be surprised if he's been asked around the building the last couple of days and <laughs> the, the Rooney family and everything's been saying, hey, I just make sure your name is being out there. And he probably got ticked off about it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there wasn't that. 
Yeah. Uh, which also shows you that these things get inflated and rooms just, you know, rumors just run, uh, you know, however they want. But it kind of brings up like Belichick in a, in a sense. Mm -hmm. It's like Belichick after Brady didn't just say, hey, all right, I'm going to retire now. It's going to get yeah. hard. Uh, Sean Payton after Drew Brees didn't say, okay, I know I'm not going to have Drew Brees, but it's going to get hard. I want out. Yeah. And I guess that's a good point. That's why he's taken <laughs> offense to it. Uh, I, I just look at it as a little bit different. It's like, especially in the collegiate world, all these coaches use it as a leverage to say, I'm going to go to the NFL. Yeah. We don't see, and we talked about this yesterday, we don't see it on the other end of things uh, to say, all right, I might go to USC. But keep in mind, these college jobs, you make more. Yeah. You make more potentially. So, like, there, there's a... It's okay to use a college job as leverage if you want to do it. Agents love it. A lot of college coaches do this. We don't see NFL coaches do this, um, but I don't think we're going to see Mike Tomlin do it. I think that was an all-timer, just a classic response, and so Tomlin, you know. I mean, Tomlin's a cool guy. I think he's done a fantastic job. He's a great coach. So all the things that everybody says about him, but now he just delivered one of the great sound bites uh, when it comes to, to asking about a coach's job. Coaching has, has been something that's like never been really on my mind or I've never had the, the motivation um, to be a coach. I just don't have the time or energy to put in to be successful um, and on that career path. But, like, if I was sitting here and I had the option to whether I was going to be, a, like, a head coach at a college or a head coach of an NFL team, I'm taking NFL all day. While you may make a lot more money in college and might have a lot more resources and maybe even the support in terms of boosters and everything, it's just, it's a lot more work because not only are you a coach, you're a leader of men. Not only are you a leader of men, we have to go on the recruiting trail and, and sit in, you know, those kitchens and talk to those students. And it's just, to me, I don't want to call it babysitting. It's not babysitting, but it's just, it's a lot more on your plate as opposed to dealing with a bunch of grown men who, you know, whether they're playing for money, um, a legacy, a Super Bowl, whatever the case may be, but they're still grown men. And, you know, usually in terms of the culture building, it's probably a little easier than having to deal with kids straight out of high school with Twitter and TikTok and all this stuff. Well, oh, and especially the NIL now as well. Yeah, I mean, in recruit, I mean, it's just there is no doubt. I wouldn't say it's easier because coaching is hard. And oh, no, coaching is hard regardless. pressure is yeah. enormous, right? Mm -hmm. And you can be very good. But I would say the lifestyle feels easier in the NFL. I mean, you can get out of there on a Friday. You can get out of there you know if you're home even on a saturday uh you can't in the off season there is downtime mm -hmm. so i mean it's a tough gig you put a lot of hours in all that stuff it's not necessarily a great family gig regardless yeah but uh certainly feels better in the nfl so we go from mike tomlin in that anger <laughs> which some would call flattery you know in terms yeah. of being interested in the usc job and mentioned uh to the other day, our friend Alyssa Lang catching up with uh, Mike Leach after a win, and he had this to say about Halloween candy. I mean, I completely hate candy corn. Um, <laughs> uh, when I was a kid, well, gummy bears, let's see. Uh, gummy bears for sure. Sour or regular? Uh, um, the, the, the hair bow. It's got to be the hair bow ones. And then uh, the other thing I like is uh, is when they used to have the, the uh, sprees in a box. Outstanding. You have to go to the dollar store to find it, but I do. And then the latest, the, the latest, you know, there's still candy innovation, although a while back I found that Europe had better candy than we did overall because <laughs> they have gummy everything. And then, uh, but, uh, um, you know, they have those nerds clusters, which is new. The gummy. Yeah, which is good. 
the Nerds Clusters is good. And then if you go chocolate, uh, probably Almond Joy. Love it. Hopefully you'll get some of that next week. Yeah, yeah we'll see. Thanks, Coach. All right, thank you. He's a national treasure, and uh, Alyssa Lang, nice work. By the way, Alyssa's showing her age a little bit. She's still very young, going with sour or not on the gummy bears. I mean, that wasn't even yeah. an option as I was a kid, and I'm not that much older than Alyssa, but yeah. uh, Mike Leach was probably like, yeah, so they make sour? No, I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Although he was even in I the nerd that. cluster, so oh, maybe the, the, the nerd cluster's big, man. Yeah, it's... <laughs> I, I love Mike Leach, man, and I love the fact that he likes gummy bears, gummy worms, gummy everything. Yeah. I'm with him. Gummy lifesavers, I, I'm in on that now. You know, they got the gummy Skittles. I'm yeah, in on yeah. that. I love – I'm a gummy guy. Listen, I don't know if my son's going to play football or not when he's older, but, like, one of my biggest wishes is that he actually does pursue high school football and he gets a lot of looks. And I, if that is the case, I'm going to tell him, hey – Make sure that you show uh, Mississippi State some interest because I just want to sit down at the table with Mike Leach. And, 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 and I, want, I want you guys to sit at the table by yourselves, but I'm going to sit in the back, you know, in, in the dining room here and sit in the back. And I want to hear what Mike Leach is going to do to pitch my son to go to a school because what does that sound like? Because every time I hear a soundbite of Mike Leach, it's never about football. It's about the most outlandish things. Uh, no doubt about it. Uh, how about the, the only bad part about uh, Mike Leach? <laughs> Almond Joy. I mean, yeah. really? That's where we went? Yeah. We went with Almond Joy? Yeah. Not, I mean, yeah. He's, but he's old school. Does anybody like Almond Joy? Not one Casey? person. Not one human besides Mike Leach. What's the other coconut one? Isn't there something else like well, there's Joy and something else? Well, there's two of them. There's the red package and there's the blue one. Almond that's what Joy. I'm thinking of. Yeah, well, what's the other one? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mounds? No. Maybe it is Mounds. Is it Mounds? It might be Mounds. Sounds right. But, like, my sister used to like those a little as a kid. Like, Yeah, Mounds like and Almond Joy. Or, okay, so, yep. and she would Nailed eat, it. like, I gave her all those. I was like, no way, I don't want that. I'll trade five of those for one, yeah. you know, like, uh, Skittles or something. Yeah, Almond and Joy is, is, is trash as far as awful. I'm concerned. I think yeah. Amanda likes Almond Joy, actually, now that I think about it. Well, you know, Amanda. She, she, she has good taste, then. I mean, she had good nice. taste in Battle of the Sunsets, but I'm not sure about her candy. I was just never a big it's fan of, like, good incorporating healthy stuff into candy bars. Like, I mean, because, you know, uh, almonds, for the most part, are, are healthy. Yeah, yeah. They're good for you. Like, I, I don't need healthy stuff mixed with my chocolate. I, I just don't need Well, that. that's interesting you say that because, like, the Hershey's bar, see, I'm not a chocolate guy, but I actually like milk chocolate a little, like, uh, makes, not a lot. This makes like, complete sense, but, like, yeah. Not, but not uh, dark chocolate too much. <sighs> uh, like, Hershey bar... I'd rather yeah. have the almonds in it to offset some of the chocolate. Okay. All right? But so when I it mean, comes to a Hershey bar, if you give me a Hershey bar or an almond, Hershey bar with almonds, yes. I'm going with the Hershey bar with almonds. Okay. See, I'm just going neither. I'm just going peanut butter then. If you put yes, peanut butter sir. on the Hershey well, bar, fine. I mean, come on. Oh, that's now. fine. Yeah. I mean, so that's like a Fifth Avenue yeah. or something, right? And, and, or, no, for sure. For sure. Casey, what have I been getting? Payday, right? <laughs> Yeah, I, I've never seen a person buy a payday. In two weeks now, <laughs> Brent has gone to the Circle K and bought a payday. And I'm so, like, what are you doing? Because it doesn't we, feel as bad for you. We talked about this in the other show. Do you know what the number one selling candy bar in Florida is? In Florida. In Florida. Not payday. No, there's but it's so, close. There's so many. I mean, It's close. Uh, I, was, I was shocked. Don't tell me like peanut brittle, whatever that thing is. Uh, my, I'll be honest. I don't think I've ever had one of these bars before. Come it on, is payday. Florida. Be better. No, it's not payday. It's but it's, it's on the the docket. I feel like well, it's, it's on the. Or I probably won't get it. A hundred grand. No, oh, hundred grand is very good. Oh, Brent likes. Of course, grand. of course. I don't, I don't think I've ever had a hundred grand. Oh my gosh, hundred grand is spent. Is it a hundred or is it a thousand grand? Is it a thousand grand? Is it a thousand grand? Hundred grand. 
I don't know. I, I've never had one. Right, you don't even know the name of it. I you don't say care it's what <laughs> it is. I like it. Like, we, that's really good. What, can you, what, what's in it? I mean, can you help uh, us out here? Yeah, it's got a li- um, it's got caramel. I'm okay. a big caramel fan. Yeah, I, like I, that. I, I feel like caramel's in a lot of uh, stuff. Caramel's in a lot of stuff. And chocolate. Chocolate and peanuts. Oh, so it's got the nuts in it. So it's kind of okay. like it is. You're right. It's, it has a little payday feel with caramel and chocolate. Okay. Nah, I'm, I'm out. By the way, Jacob on YouTube says, Almond Joy is the bomb, y'all tripping. Well, so there is two. Keep, there are Jacob, two humans keep, Jacob, on the By planet. the way, listen, they wouldn't still make it if people didn't like it. Yeah. But nobody really likes it, Jacob, okay? I'm, I'm just saying, <laughs> um, unless the nuts are buttered, like, you know, peanut butter, then I'm in. If, if it's a solid nut in a in a candy bar, then no, I'm out. I don't want, I don't need that crunchiness, no. I'm done. I'm out. Let's get Thank Submarine you. Mike in. Uh, the I guess he wants to talk Iceman on top of our candy talk. Uh, what kind of candy for a Pittsburgh Steelers fan and a hockey fan, Submarine Mike? Oh, man, Reese Cup all the way. Oh, Reese Cup no, all the way. Mike. Yeah, but there's a big difference, by the way. Again, this is – I have a – I do not like Reese's Pieces, but I love like, like the Reese's little peanut butter cup. Talking about the, the uh, M&M things, Reese's right? Yeah, like, oh, yeah, 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 no. ET8, I don't yeah. like those. No, no, I agree with that. Yeah, peanut butter cups all day. All right, submarine Mike, what you Peter got? Cup, yeah, Reesey Cup, Reesey PCs are junk. <laughs> anyway, but hey, by the way, you were absolutely right on fantasy football. The only reason I watched half of the games on Sunday was because I had players, and none of them did well because I had Chubb and Carson out, and Sam. I had Herbert and Mike Williams on a bye, so I was in a not a good place for fantasy football. So it was miserable. Got to get the IR spot. The only reason I watched. Um, but, man, it's good to be an Iceman fan right now. We dominated the Florida Everblades Saturday yeah, night. Yeah, man, 5-1 five five to one to one. win. Yeah, I saw that. That was great stuff. And it's just, uh, just I mean, I listened to it on the audio stream. Like, I didn't watch it on TV because you can get that package if you want to spend that money. That That is available if you want to watch the away games. Uh, but... Uh, they sounded like they were a different team than what we've seen in the past. This is definitely a different style of coach, and I think I like it a lot. I'm not making fun of the previous coach or anything like that. It just I just really like what I heard from Saturday night, and I'm pumped for November 6th. I mean, this is the best time of year. you got the World Series going on. You've got NHL. You've got Iceman hockey. you got NASCAR in the playoffs. you got college and pro football. And then you guys got you got those wimpy guys that dribble the little orange ball. You know they. I know some people like that too, but you know. <laughs> the wimpy right. guys. Submarine Mike, thanks, man. I appreciate you jumping thanks, in and, and promote the Iceman a little like bit uh, because we got that coming up in a couple Saturdays. I actually lost track of like the calendar. I thought it was coming up this Saturday. It's November sixth, which is next Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the Iceman uh, did come off a very nice win. Uh, meanwhile, maybe even more importantly, not imp- more important than the Iceman, but just as important, Weber says no nuts in the hundred grand. It's crisp rice. Yes, it is. Okay, well then can we with caramel and chocolate? I'll go buy you one for tomorrow. No, I'm good because rice. Good, man. No, because the rice is in uh, that's a, a Nestle's Crunch Bar, right? Isn't doesn't Nestle's Crunch Bar have rice in it? I think it does. Horrible, right? That crunchy fluff rice that no. No, I'm no. telling you, try yeah, it with I'm caramel. I'm telling you, okay. okay. If you haven't had, uh, I mean, I'm uh, Brent. If you haven't had a, a hundred grand, you'll like it. Okay, but I feel like I can just go get a Milky Way with caramel and chocolate and be happy. Now listen, I don't Milky want the rice Way, not it. bad. Milky Way actually better than Snickers. You said that like it was going to be controversial. Now yeah, listen I mean, here, not, not bad. Yeah.
Yeah, because I don't like the nuts. I think most people would take Snickers. So well, no, I, mean, I, th I think Snickers is more popular. That's I mean, what I'm saying. And obviously all their commercials would, would show that. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen a Milky Way commercial. Casey, you ever run anybody else that like Milky Way more than the Snickers? Like, I mean, my most mom would say Snickers. My mom liked the Milky Ways. Snickers isn't I was bad. A big Milky Way guy. It's all right. Once again, just I don't like the the peanuts. Just peanut butter, please. Mm. YouTube oh. is all over the candy, by the way. A lot of Twix love. Uh, Josh Twix says, "Why is it so hard to find Reese Pieces?" I actually agree with that. Yeah. Uh, Can we agree? That, what do you think about? Uh, Butterfinger, worse. Butterfinger's right? good. Jeff, oh, Jeff just checked in and said that's his favorite. I Butterfinger's like you know what is I his like? favorite? You know what I do like? I, I like the blast at, at Sonic with the Butterfinger in Getting it. Getting stuck to your go-to lately. Getting stuck to your teeth? Absolutely uh, not. Fine. Butterfinger's fine. Oh. More Halloween talk, I guess, throughout the week. But I don't, I'm let's get back to stop. some sports, although this is a hot topic. Maybe we should stay on it. <laughs> I love that the old school candy still exists. It's kind of like cereal. It hasn't gone away. It hasn't been replaced. A lot of new school stuff replaces wrong. the old no, school. You're not wrong. Right? But not candy, not cereal. Yeah. Right? A lot of remakes out there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We'll be back. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Tuesdays from Top Golf. Come on out and join us. Joe Flacco is one of the coolest down-to-earth guys. Never let the stardom get to him, even when he was winning championships, when he was in the AFC Championship. You know, he's in the AFC Championship as a rookie. Right? So this is a guy that, you know, went in into a place like Baltimore where a lot of alpha males, and he held his own. That is Bart Scott. You better believe it. Fred Martineau, Austin Lane. Casey's like, here we go. It's time to go. We got a couple minutes to go in this segment. Candy was such a good topic. By the way, we should have kept it going. Can't, it, it, it is still going. Now well, we got people on not. Facebook weighing in. It's just nonstop candy all the time here at ESPN. Well, what's everybody saying, Casey? Because here's the thing. I was just thinking of this in the break. I was like, it's amazing. We we held off on the Mike Leach stuff until today, yeah. but my guess is yesterday, today, maybe even this week, this Mike Mike Leach quote will have. Sports radio and radio in general around the country talking candy. Of course. But everybody loves the conversation. Very seasonal. I mean, it's a it's a great conversation. Shout out to Alyssa Lane for, you know, for facilitating the, the conversation. We appreciate yeah. that. Uh, and, I do, mean, do we dare say friend of the show? Friend of the show. Friend of the show. Yeah. yeah. Used to be an enemy in town, but now Ooh. friend of the show. Yeah. Uh, worked at another station. Oh, but, I got you. Uh, on the TV side. Uh, but Alyssa Lane's doing great things. And no surprise that she mm -hmm. brought that up because... She loves to, uh, her thing on, I think, SEC Network is donuts. Oh, nice. Yeah, she's like, everywhere she goes and travels around the SEC, it's donut talk. Yeah, I know it's that, and she's also into Marvel stuff I always see her post about. Yes. Like, uh, well, isn't that the name of her, like, dog or something? Yep, name of her dog as well. Yes. See, we know these things. Yeah, we, we do our research. Why don't you come on the show again, Alyssa? Yeah. Uh, all right, uh, Casey, what are we saying on, on Facebook and, and YouTube and other places about candy? Yeah, so my guy Chase, who I'm actually friends with, I see now that it, I see his full name. What up, Chase? Uh, he said, I'm with Austin, not a fan of the nuts in my candy unless it's peanut butter. Let's go. Uh, we got uh, some Twix love from Diesel on YouTube. Um, we have another human that says Almond Joy is good, Twix is better, White Reese's is diabetes wrapped. That's a, that's a good one. Um, and just it's it, we got a lot of Twix love is what I'm getting at, some peanut butter love, and there are at least three people now that eat Almond Joy. See, well, that's Unreal. too bad. Unreal. Uh, Reese's, uh, I think Reese's peanut butter cup kind of reinvented itself. They have a couple times. They have those... Well, uh, what are they're like the they almost feel like you're eating a Twix, but they got peanut butter and stuff in them. 
Do you know which one I'm talking about? Ah, man. I don't mm. even know how to describe it. But they, okay. if you go to the gas station, you can now get Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. You can get uh, you can get Reese's Pieces. Yeah. But you can get, like, three other Reese's Peanut Butter Cup kind of branded things. Well, they have ones with, like, chips in them now, like potato chips is a thing. Potato chips? Yeah, they, they, they put potato chips in. Uh, but they got a wafer kind of thing, It's called the too, right? Big Cup Potato Chips. Yeah, I've not soon. tried that one. Yeah, I, I, I don't me. need to. You know? The, the big Reese's Peanut Butter Cup kind of scares me. They have pretzels in them, too, uh, now. Okay, Big cup too pretzels. much. Maybe, I don't, I'm not Just talking about that. Just stick with what got you there. Yeah, got the, you know? the wafer was a good touch. Stick to the basics. It was almost like, you know the cookie, the sugar wafer cookie that you get? Like, yeah, yeah, vanilla, yeah. Vanilla, yeah, chocolate, yeah. strawberry, yeah. like you as a kid. Yeah. I mean, it's I, almost I, like they put that <laughs> and combined it with Reese's Peanut Butter Cup on this yeah, other thing. Yeah. I like that thing's really good. Yeah. But I mean, I just feel like you just have to show up at the Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Like, you don't have to reinvent the wheel here. That's a good point. Just, just keep doing what you're doing. All right. Well, we have to go. We got break. another 100 grand comment from Paul. He likes the 100 grand. So. 100 grand is, listen, I'm going to bring in 100 grand for you guys. Casey, you've had it, right? No. Oh, my God. Why would I have 100 grand when there's peanut butter cups? Right, right. Why, why would I pick the 100 grand? Why, why would I go? I'm like, you know what? I mean, I, I love Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, but today I want something a little less good. It's kind of like Brent going down the candy aisle three times and then picking the payday again. I know, but payday just doesn't <laughs> seem like you're eating this bad. It's like it's the same 230 calories, but it doesn't feel like it. <laughs> See, if you feel you know better I mean? about yourself? Yeah, I do. I do. Brent, if you're going to eat a candy bar, go all out. Uh, yeah, okay? yeah, I know. But it, it's like eating a pizza. If you eat a pizza, you go all out. Think about 100,000 grand or whatever the heck it's called. Can you pronounce it's got to be the same maker as whatever comes in those big assorted bags at the Halloween time. Good call. You know what I mean? Yeah, they and are. So, and they there. throw those in there, and they're good. They're good. Yeah. I'm going to bring you guys. You're going to love them. By, by tomorrow, you guys will love them. We'll be back. I mean, Action okay. for Shacks on ESPN 690, live Tuesdays from Top Golf. Come on out. Say hello. Beer until 6.